Hello everyone, this is the Big Fight and I'm Maria Shakil. Two contrasting images. One of Prime Minister Modi leaving the BJP headquarters around 3.30 a.m. after a late-night meeting of the Central Election Committee of the party to discuss the names of candidates for the upcoming Lok Sabha polls. Second, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi, who has paused his uh, Nyaya Yatra, is speaking at the Cambridge University. Having set a target of 370 for itself, the BJP is appearing to be leaving nothing to chance. As the election dates near, how is the defender and the challenger preparing for the big battle is for everyone to see. BJP's mission Ram Temple has been achieved. 22nd January witnessed the grand consecration ceremony in Ayodhya. Article 370, another promise of the party since its inception in 1980 was done at the beginning of Mr. Modi's second tenure. And beating estimates, the GDP growth of 8.4% in the third quarter shows the strength of Indian economy and its potential. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has asserted that the government will continue to make efforts to keep fast economic growth and help 140 crore Indians lead a better life and create a Vixit Bharat. Despite initial setbacks to its unity, the Congress Amadmi Party's seat-sharing pact for Lok Sabha polls has been firmed up. In Uttar Pradesh, the Congress Samajwadi Party Alliance has been decided. In neighboring Bihar, Tejasvi Yadav and Rahul Gandhi are on the same page. The Mahavikas Agari has agreed on a formula in Maharashtra as well. Mamta Banerjee doesn't want to have any alliance with the Congress at the moment because of attacks from local leaders of the Congress party. And in other states too, India bloc is stitching together a plan. But in this battle of narratives and perception, images of India bloc Sutradhar in Nitish Kumar jumping the ship Several senior leaders of Congress saying goodbye to the party and joining the BJP doesn't augur well. So who has the momentum and which side is still on inertia? We debate on the big fight tonight. Joining me on the show, Rohan Gupta, representing the Congress, Shahzad Punawala, spokesperson of the BJP here in the studio. We have senior journalist Aditi Fadnis here in the studio, Sajjan Kumar, political analyst, Pula Rao, senior journalist, Javed Ansari, senior journalist. We also have Amitabh Tiwari, political strategist. Uh, I'm going to begin with the opening punch. One minute to all, beginning with the politicians. Shahzad, your opening comments. You know, the elections of 2024 are essentially between two templates of politics. One is PDA performance, development and ability and the other is Parivarik Dalong ka appeasement alliance. One hand is Modi ki guarantee 8.4% GDP growth rate. One is Ram Lala, Rashtriya Suraksha, Arthyastha, Mahila, Labharti, leadership and Atmanirbhar Bharat. It is about Gita, growth, infrastructure, technology and taking the Arthyastha forward. That is our Ram Lala and Gita and that's what we do something that we have promised whether this removal of Article 370, whether it's ensuring national security, whether it is ensuring that the Ram Mandir is built and the Bhavya Ram Mandir ka Pran Pratishtha takes place. All of these are promises that we've done before and we've delivered on them. On the other hand, when we have mission and vision for the country, they have confusion, contradiction, division, only obsession with Modi and only confusion. Look at this. In Delhi, they have an alliance. In Punjab, they are fighting against each other. Just yesterday, Bhagwant Manas said Congress is a Bayman party. In Kerala, they are fighting against each other where Rahul Gandhi has been told to leave Vayanad and they are having 
having an alliance in Bengal. In Bengal, Trinamool Congress does not want to touch the Congress party. And ever since Rahul Gandhi has gone on his yatra, now he's gone to Videsh, you can see that from Guwahati to Chopati, leaders are saying bye-bye. From Milind Deora All to right. Mamata Banerjee to Mayavati, everyone is saying Your bye-bye. Your time is up on this. And uh, Rohan, your opening comment, please. See, Maria, first of all, this is the fight between people's issue and uh, uh, arrogance of BJP. The way they have decided to kill the democracy. The, the whole country is watching BJP every day, whether it is a Ch- Chandigarh Khand or whether you see Himachal, any state. You see that they are misusing the agency and ensuring that democracy has been killed. Apart from that, there is a challenge to the people. The promises made by the Prime Minister 10 years ago, whether it's doubling the farmer's income, 2 crore jobs, 5 trillion economic, giving 15 lakhs to the people of this country, giving house to every Indian. So where are these promises? Are these not Modi's guarantee? Why they are not fulfilled? People of country are asking. At the same time, the opposition alliance, they are fighting strongly. We are not making it a big hawa of what we are doing, but concretely we are ensuring that we raise the issues of people. Our Nyayatra is going well and we are giving nyay to the people. Wherever we are in states, we are demonstrating that for us, issue of people are more important than showing it to the people that what we are. It's not about our arrogance. What we are doing is we are taking up issues of people. The fight is between the arrogance of BJP and the people of this country, the swabiman of this country, and we are with the people in this fight. We will ensure that the voice of democracy is not trust. Come what may, we will fight it out and ensure that arrogance of BJP is defeated. Thank you. Right on time. One minute. That is very well summed up. Aditi Fadnis here in the studio. Let's begin the first punch of all the analysts. So it's interesting that uh, this is a fight between uh, two very unequal partners. Uh, and I fear that the inequality will become even deeper as we go along. Uh, it's true that uh, alliance partners of the uh, of the of the Congress far outnumber the alliance partners of the BJP, uh, which actually tells its own tale. But uh, it's also true that many alliance partners have crossed the floor uh, and have joined the BJP, preferring to go there than to stay with the Congress. So, in many ways, it is uh, a clash of uh, not two civilizations, but the clash of two. Uh, how shall I put it? Uh, very uh, independent thinking uh, uh, allies, uh, you could call them arrogant as well. It's the clash of two sets of people who are very headstrong. Uh, I think uh, in terms of uh, uh, ideological clarity, uh, the Congress is still to put out what it really believes in. Whereas the BJP is very clear about what it believes in. Okay. You might like it, you might not, but that's it. I'm coming back to you, ma'am. Yes, Javed Ansari. So look, as far as preparations and optics go, the BJP is certainly way, way ahead. They've, they've set the agenda, they've set the pace. And the India Alliance, for whatever it worth, it's worth and wherever it exists, is playing catching up. They could and ought to have done a lot better. And, uh, and the fact that, you know, the BJP has a host of bouquet of issues, as was enumerated by Shahzad. The, the issues that Mr. Rohan Gupta spoke of. Yes, you you need to have an issue. The India Alliance is still in search of an issue which will connect with the people. Democracy in danger, saving constitution is all very well. It, it's good for us. It's enough fodder for us to debate in studios. But whether it can resonates with people, how much it resonates, and whether this is this is this will turn votes remains to be seen. Okay. Let's have the opening punch also from Dr. Pullara. 
Yes, basically, I think both alliances have learned from the past. The BJP alliance, led by Narendra Prime Minister Modi, remembers 2004, when everything seemed well and then suddenly everything collapsed. So they're taking all care, a lot of care on every issue, and they don't want their overconfidence or seeming success to kind of give them the surprise, you know, the shock surprise. Elections still hold surprises. Elections are unpredictable. Similarly, India Alliance remembered their overconfidence in 2019 when they thought after winning Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh, the wind was their way. They were very, very casual about alliances. Now, they have lost ally partners. They have lost Nitish Kumar. They have lost, you know, Uttar Pradesh here and there. But whatever they have, they try to go ahead. And the one thing that I find in India alliances, in some states where they were very lax last time, they believe, they fo- I think they're focusing the Congress party on about 100 seats. They want to be, they don't want that wide 450 seats and get nothing. So there are, they are making preparations. It will be a more equal fight than we anticipate. Okay, so that's interesting. We have two differing opinions right here on the show. Unequal fight or equal fight, but one party appears to be on a pole position who has an advantage and who is appearing to be better prepared, Sajjan Kumar. Yeah, if you see the uh, in the war of perception, which actually starts before the actual electoral process, the opposition and primarily Congress has already, it seems to have lost the war of perception in terms of the optics, in terms of the anticipation. This is one. Second, uh, with BJP, you see the leader party and the support base, they are completely in sync and that gives the party and the leadership to uh, do some creative experiment. One, uh, they are uh, reportedly going for a younger profile in terms of fielding the candidates. Two, more subaltern profile, where I mean OBCs, Dalits and uh, tribals may be fielded. And also they are reaching out, minded beyond their comfort zone, so be it the Dravidian base in Tamil Nadu and other southern state or the reaching out to the Christians in Kerala and also in northeastern states within the Muslim Tapas, Manda Muslim. So that way the party is becoming a fulcrum of the non-left spaces and that way we see that this election the BJP is utilizing to offer itself as an umbrella party which ideologically is uh, close to the left but is open to every section. Okay, so my last guest on the show Amitabh Tiwari, your opening comment who is battle ready? See, to check who is battle ready we have to essentially see or evaluate both on five to six factors. First is the PM phase. Because the elections are becoming fairly presidential style. So NDA has a clear PM face. India bloc does not have. Then is the question of sealing of alliances. Both are almost on equal footing. But India has received some setbacks in the form of JDU and RND. Switching from India to NDA. Then is the selection of candidates. And we've seen that at least on that. At least on perception. BJP is ahead that it is about to declare almost 100 candidates. Then we come to the campaign theme. The campaign theme for BJP is clear. Once again, Modi. And they have also released a campaign song. Whereas there is no such thing uh, at least finalized from the India bloc. Then we have the vision. The vision of NDA is also clear. They want India to be the third largest economy in the third term of Modi. And also a developed country by 2047. Whereas the vision of India bloc is not itself clear. Okay. So, in terms of issue, what is it that is making, uh, that is giving BJP confidence and what is it that is giving the India bloc confidence? 
um, and and they are continuing with the Nyaya Yatra, although it has taken a little break. Uh, Rohan Gupta and uh, Shahzad Punawala now on the screen, please. Let me begin with the politicians. The larger question is, Rohan, that you do not really have an alternate idea that you're taking the BJP on. What is this alternate narrative with which you're entering this election? I See, uh, Maria, alternate idea is very clear. It's not the perceptional growth or uh, rosy picture. It is the real growth of people, the real issues of people, the real development of people. When we talk, if you talk about numbers, see, BJP is good in marketing. They will do big advertisements. But when you see the delivery on ground, the per capita income of India is now below per capita income of Bangladesh. Is this the growth? If you see the last 10 years, obviously, since our population is high, if you see the, the GDP overall, it's obviously to be going to be higher amount. But when you say per capita GDP, we are lower than Bangladesh happiness index, hunger index, where are we going? Out of 125 countries, we are slipping down. So if you see the parameters on paper, I think the achievement of BJP is not much. Apart from that, they are talking about charso par and all. I'll give you the real facts on ground, whether it is Maharashtra, Bihar, uh, Karnataka, Telangana, Bengal. These are the five states. They had one around 155 to 166 last time. I'm 100% sure BJP is going to lose at least 80 seats on ground. Apart from that is consolidation of but vote of But what is giving India you confidence that you will make gains? If the BJP is losing, how are you making gains? On what basis are we you are, making are, gains? There are, there are absolutely very good questions. If you see why India bloc is going to make gains is we are raising issues of people. When you mm. talk about Nyaya, we are talking and we are giving concrete ideas. We are not like BJP that when Congress offers cylinder at particular price, they give, they go into competition. Before that, they tell it ravedy. And after that, they themselves go and offer. Why? Because the opposition party has started this kind of uh, you know campaign in favor of people. The guarantees of Congress party, now BJP is copying up. So okay. our idea is very clear. We are going to give concrete targets to people, which is time bound and which we are going to deliver. No, my and my BJP point is also, Rohan, you know, we, ha we do not see a joint agenda of opposition. Joint agenda of the opposition cannot be defeat Modi. No, no, absolutely not. It has to be positive agenda. And that's what we see the joint agenda of India block is what we have to protect our democracy. People are not realizing today, whatever Hava BJP is trying to create, like India shining, it is going to collapse. People okay. are not going so to benefit somewhere. India the basic right of democracy. Is, is Give me 30 what, seconds, what Maria. Give me 30 yeah, seconds. Okay, okay, I just okay. want to complete one small okay. sentence. Okay, okay. One more. Basic, hmm. The basic right of people of democracy. We have seen that BJP's power hunger is such that out of 36 votes in Chandigarh, they are not able to stop themselves from stealing that vote. What will happen to people tomorrow? They can do anything to them. So this is the basic idea that at the end of the day, we have to save our democracy. So at the same time, we have to talk mein. about the issues of people. Okay, democracy is the main idea. Maria, you would have observed that I heard my co-panelists very patiently, so I hope he won't interrupt me. Let's examine this idea of democracy. I, uh, although you asked him, what's your alternative model? And he only criticized us, didn't give any positive model. But we'll come to that in 20 seconds. Democracy khatre mein. In Punjab, when Khaira is arrested, Ahmadni Party ne democracy ko khatre mein laya. In Bengal, Adhiranjan ji says, Rashtrapati shasan laga do, Mamta ne democracy ko khatre mein laya. Pinaraya Vijayan, when he uh, arrests Sudhakaran, he, they say that the communists are khatra for democracy. So, matlab ye democracy jiske saath khatre mein hai, unhi ke saath democracy bachana hai. I mean, hypocrisy ka poster boy banna hai, to India Alliance. Now let's come to the real figures. I gave a model, Ramlala and Gita. 
I explained what Ramlal and Geeta is. Let me give you data because I never talk without data. The rank of the economy in 2014, 10th, now 5th. Poverty headcount, 30%, now 11%. 25 crore out of poverty. 304 billion was the FDI inflow, today 642 billion. CPI inflation under UPA, 10%, today it's 5.5%. CAPEX investment by UPA, 3.92 lakh crore, today it's 11 lakh crores. Direct tax to GDP, 5.6% under debt, 6.11% up to us. Now the per capita income has doubled. The per capita income of middle class has quadrupled. The number of Airports built in the last 60 years, 70, today 144. The number of highways built 11 kilometers per, uh, per day, today 37 kilometers per day. So I can go on and on. These are hard facts that can't be denied. But let's even go further. They used to have a model called the Himachal model. They said 1500 to every woman in Himachal. How many women have got it, Maria? 300 units free to every person in Himachal. How many people got it? They said, Mehengai bhot jada hai. We said, okay, they have increased the diesel price by 6 rupees in Himachal. And by the way, there was election in 5 states. In that, they had 2 state governments, which Rajasthan and Chhattisgarh. In both of them, they lost. We had a state government in Madhya Pradesh. After 18 years, we came back to power. You know why? Unemployment in Madhya Pradesh, 2%. Unemployment in Rajasthan, 20%. And so, that's why on delivery, and in last 10 seconds. Hmm. Now, the last 10 seconds is that what is it that you are offering to the people as a vision forward? All that you heard Rohan do was criticize BJP's this, democracy that, and so contradictory. On the one hand, he says that the Chandigarh verdict was given by the Supreme Court. That means the Supreme Court is free and fair. But yet Rahul Gandhi goes to Videshi soil and says Supreme Court is not uh, being allowed to give judgments. The Chief Justice of India or the courts are not free and fair. And on the other hand, they are quoting the same Supreme Court and saying that, see, the, the judgment okay. has come from Supreme Court. Okay. So there is no consistency in what they say. Okay, so the ultimate point is, oh, last, just last week. Hmm. Now in Modi Virod, they have started abusing Hindu religion. What has their Udhanidhi Stalin said? Sanatan samapt kar denge. What have they taken a stand on Ram Mandir? What was the stand of RJD on Ram Charitmanas? What was the stand of their other leaders like Kriyank Kharge on Sanatan Dhan? So now they can't find any alternative. Okay. So vote bank ke liye Modi ko gali dete te te, ye Hindu samaj ko gali dete te. Aditi Fadnes, when you say unequal battle, let's not forget that it was supposed to be one opposition versus one of the BJP. Where did it all fizzle out? Well, I think that was a big tactical mistake, right? Just as uh, using a jumla was a tactical mistake, uh, one against one and raising this expectation that uh, uh, there would be one candidate against uh, one BJP candidate, uh, maybe they should not have raised that expectation. If they had not, nobody would have been disappointed today. And everybody knew that at the at the state level, uh, alliances will be struck or not struck as the case may be. Uh, Mr. Kharge has been saying that from day one. So uh, maybe th- raising that expectation uh, uh, and creating this, this chimera that uh, there will be one against one was not the right thing to do. Okay, so that was like really, you know, creating a narrative which they would not have arrived at, perhaps gone with the previous strategies as they have been talking about a post-poll alliance, uh, uh, Javed Ansari. You know, in, in, we have seen in the past, history has it, yeah. that whenever, uh, this, this group comes together of unequal parties without any ideology, no sticking point except that they are all in opposition, then they stitch together only in post-opposition scenario. It's not correct. Not, not correct Actually, at all. It's 2004. Two, 2004, yes. 2004, Janta Dal. Yes. There were 12 disparate parties. They came together, formed one party, Janta Party. No, but they came together and formed a party. Formed they a party, yes. Janta Party. Yes. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, United here, Front. Here, there United are opposition Front. parties in various states no, no, Maria, who have taken on Modi in those states like Mamta Banerjee has 
Tejasvi Yadav has. So, and then they came together, understanding fully well that they have those regional ambitions. So, those conflicting ambitions meant that it could be about a post-poll. You win your states and come back and let's sit no, no, together. No, politics is the art of managing contradictions. Yes. Otherwise, why have Nitish Kumar and, and Modi ji come together? Mr. Flip-Flop and Modi ji, why have they come together? Hmm. Why did Paswan, who used to tell us, so you have to manage contradictions, you have to act with them. So do, do you think then in this particular case, there is that person who can manage contradictions is yes, not there? That person, ah. that towering personality like JP okay. or like Vishwanath Pratap yes. Singh, that's not around. And yes. I think the big tactical mistake they made was to wait for the five sta- elections to results of the five states mm. to come out and mm. then approach mm. the uh, seat sharing arrangement. Hmm. Perhaps the Congress felt that they will win. They were under the mistaken impression that they are going to win at least. And they four. will have a better bargaining then power. They will bargain from a position of strength. The results were reversed. If they had tied up these arrangements, see the problem is everybody says that we must sacrifice to defeat uh, the, the government. But they, everybody wants the other person to sacrifice. Nobody is willing to collectively. And they don't have a central figure. And neither do they have that one binding issue. Like in 89, you, have, you had yes. the Bofors issue. Hmm. They, they don't have that one issue which can act as a cement, as a fulcrum around which. And the Congress party is no longer that towering party which could, you know, around which. Uh, and others would have faith in yes. what and, the Congress and, is proposing. And Congress finds it very, Congress is finding it very difficult to reconcile itself to this reality. Hmm. The sooner they had done it, the better they would have been. So, Rohan Gupta, is the Congress not realizing where it has lost already? That it is uh, living in some kind of nostalgia of the past? Absolutely not, Mari. I think you are also somewhere carried out by, carried away by the perception was BJP is trying to create. We have seen 2004 India shining. What happened? The reality on ground is different, Maria. People vote on what is happening to them, what change the government is making in their life. They don't vote just like that, that, okay, uh, Mr. Modi is campaigning, Charso Par, Hum Karne, Aisa Nahi Hota. Amari life mein kya change hua? Is an unemployment reduced? No, it is not. Is inflation going down? No, it is not. If you see last 10 years, see the real numbers. Again, I am telling you, when we talk about numbers, Mr. Sehzad was giving, this happened, that obviously any government which is working, they will do something. But what about the goalpost? You are shifting your goalpost. You told that the farmers' income will be double. Has it doubled? Farmers are on, on road to fight out their rights. They are not even allowed to enter Delhi. And they are talking about farmers. You have seen in UP what has happened to two child girls. What has happened? What about child women's security? Nothing is happening. They are talking about two crores job every year to the youth. Ten years, give me the list of 20 crores job. It has not happened. They have promised that every Indian will be given house. Where is it? So you are changing your goalposts. Obviously, any government is there. They will do some work here and there. You cannot keep it counting. You have to see whatever you have promised, whether you have delivered or not. Yes okay. or no. So Number it will one. be on and the report are... card that Prime Minister Narendra Modi promised Shahzad. Hmm. And he has to show that report card of 10 years to the people. I think that is the best thing for us. In fact, wherever we go, we talk about the Modi ki guarantee. And uh, Rohan, please hear me out very carefully. And I quote only data and all of this is data that you can get from online no, or from the agencies. Uh, no, Maria, this very, is not the way. Maria, this is I'm not, not the way. I'm, Maria, I'm, I'm not yielding. Maria, I'm not yielding. I'm okay. not yielding. Okay, go ahead. Let me make hmm. my point. He can but come back in later for a comment. Yes. Huh. Okay. Prior to 2013, the LFPR, Labor Force Participation Rate, 
was below 45. Today it is 58, despite the two challenges that we faced, which is the COVID crisis and also the high uh, prices because of Ukraine-Russia war. The workforce participation rate was below 45. Today it is above 56. The EPFO data that you can clearly see has said about the additions of at least 15 crore new accounts. I'm talking about 18 to 25 were not in the field before. You can take that and then there's the 44 crore mudra loans. Even if you take one job for every three loans, you can add it all up and see. The number of highways have doubled in the construction pace. Who do you think is working people from Rome? When the number of airports have been built in seven years, has not been built in 70 years, who do you think is working on them? People coming from Italy? They're coming from India. Anyways, now let me complete my next point. He said about Maila. Maria, I think this picture should tell you something. This is Sandesh Khali's picture. This is Shah Jahan Sheikh, who was taken to custody. He's showing a victory sign. You know, like the Mughals used to keep Hindu women in their harem and they used to do this. This is Shah Jahan of the modern age. And Priyanka Vatra hasn't said a word. In fact, Khadgeji came out and said that this kind of incidents take place. In fact, on the other hand, you look, whenever there is a BJP person, we have not defended. Neither booth level leader nor prime minister will defend. Manipur, he'll say next. Manipur, even though it was between two communities, we were the ones who condemned it even in parliament. But here is what... Shahjah is doing, but not a word from Priyanka Vadra because politics is vote bank. Hai. Now, Shahjah can't be made upset. Okay. And final point. Huh. Look, again, I am saying what are they offering? Divide India and North and South. DK Suresh said that independence should be given to South Indian states. Divide India into caste. These are the people who did not give an OBC Prime Minister, our current Prime Minister, an OBC Prime Minister. They didn't give an OBC Prime Minister. They opposed Mandal and they talk about caste, dividing people in caste. And we are offering a great India's vision, which will last for you a thousand years. This is the senses. difference between us and them. And last difference, last huh. difference. Their alliance, Lalu says Tejasvi ko vordo, Sonia says Rahul ko vordo, Udayanidhi ko vordo says Stalin. Modi says, main aapke bachchon ke liye kaam kar raho. Modi has no family in politics. Okay. Modi is saying, I work for your children. Rohan. Sonia is saying, I'll work for my son. Stalin is saying, I'll work for Rohan. my son. Lalu is saying, I'll work for my son. That's Rohan. the difference between Rohan. us. You know, when Nitish Kumar joined the alliance, it, uh, you know, one <coughs> of the sticking point of this India block was uh, a demand of caste census. That is not on the surface anymore. So when it is about narrative setting, what is your narrative? What is it you are telling the people that India block ka ye issue hai? What is that one issue? Rohan. Can you just, uh, your voice is breaking. Can you just repeat please? Yes. So I am saying what is one issue of India block? Earlier, it was caste census, which we heard also in the uh, last set of assembly elections. Now, that issue is no longer the talking point. So, basic issue is holistic growth, not lopsided growth. Not growth for the 3% of top friends or suit booth. The growth of every Indian, where the per capita income is increasing, where the farmers get the MSP. Can Mr. Cesar promise MSP on your debate? No. He will talk everything, but he will not be able to promise. I can show speech of Mr. Modi in 2013, where he has promised that a first cabinet uh, meeting, we will ensure that we will pass this bill. I have that clip. Can I, I dare him to give promise of MSP. Alan, he will sir. give all the different uh, speeches, but he will not talk on that. Oh, See, Alan, idea sir. is what? When he talks Easy about Modi's on. guarantee, we'll, uh, my question was very simple. Has Mr. Modi delivered what he has promised? The answer is no. I am not saying that government has not worked. I am not saying that. But has he delivered what is promised? Okay. Is, there, is Modi's guarantee? No. Okay. Well, whatever Pulana. we have said just in states, wherever we have, we have delivered. Seconds. So that's a difference. L- don't speak in between. Let me complete. Right? Seconds, so that 20 seconds. When you, when you expect me to not speak, I won't take more. don't one speak moment. in between. One moment. Let me 
Let me let me complete, right? You are you are speaking in between. Yes, go I ahead, Rohan. Rohan, go ahead, please. So, Sajad, question is very simple. आपने जो promise किया, deliver किया, नहीं किया, नई गोली मत दीजिए. पहले पुरानी गोली का answer दीजिए. Ten seconds. और दूसरा, you have you are talking about farmers. You have no right to talk about farmers because farmers are waiting for their right. Idea is very simple. हवा पानी बंद कीजिए. India signing का गुब्बारा जैसे फूटा है. वैसे ही आपके 400 पार का गुब्बारा उतने वाला है. Five seconds. MSP, by the way, which Swaminathan Commission recommended, was recommended in 2006. Till 14, they did not implement it. We implemented it. Can you therefore, promise it? Please, uh, Narya, Maria, okay. Maria. Rohan, I won't interrupt this anybody. This is NDTV and the Big Five. Please, we I won't interrupt don't anybody. Don't shout each please, other, please. please. Okay, both of you, please. please. Uh, I Rohan, did not yes. interrupt anybody. Let's follow MSP the decorum. MSP payment yes. for Paddy, hmm. four to 14, four lakh crores today, twelve and a half lakh crores hmm. for PV, two lakh crores in their term, five and a half lakh crores for our term, and highest ever food credit production and our. MSP for pulses has increased by 79 times. But one question. Kerala does not have MSP, by the way. You know, APMC is not valid there. Now I want to ask Rohan, when will MSP come in Kerala? Okay. Before you, he answers on that. Holistic growth, can I say one line? Are just you, one line you on holistic me, growth. Are you promising on one line MSP? on holistic growth. Huh. One is line. your government is interrupting okay, one, one line on holistic growth. Me. One line so on holistic growth. You don't growth. do this. You no, don't uh, Rohan, I don't interrupt. I like you don't, a, you don't I like a civilized debate. debate. Don't okay, no, 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 Shahzad. One moment. Shahzad and Rohan, there are others in the discussion who have to be brought in. I have taken very less time compared to him, Maria. Please be fair to me. There are others who are... Yes, I have not interrupted anybody. I will write one line on holistic growth. One line. Holistic growth, huh. holistic growth is measured by something Sajan will tell you, he's from JNU, by co Gini coefficient. The Gini coefficient 2014 was 0.47, it is 0.40 today. That means it has come down, which means okay. that there's more equality Pulara, today. Pulara, Facts, 130 numbers. seats in the southern India, that has been the challenge of the BJP. In 2019, the party won just 30, 25 of which came from Karnataka. It's a state that the BJP doesn't have in its kitty at present. Uh, yes, it went up from what it, they had in 2014, you know, almost like 17% jump. But overall, are you seeing some kind of pattern or a strategy in place given the kind of uh, tours that the Prime Minister is doing of Southern India? Are you seeing them that this is, yes, a catchment area, but can they make those gains? Definitely in the last 10 years, Narendra Modi and the BJP leadership have made themselves familiar in South India. No, they were very, very distant earlier. They have made themselves familiar. And Narendra Modi himself, by touring relentlessly, he has been able to connect. Well, that will translate to votes in the immediate future to make it enough to win a seat. That's doubtful. From 4%, they may go up to 10%. From 10% and 12%, 13% in Kerala, they may go up to 20%. Or in Andhra, to some percent. But that critical mass <coughs> needed to win seats, they're still away from that, but they're growing. They're growing incrementally in the south of India, and I think it is their efforts. They're constantly doing that uh, canvassing there, what is called carpet bombing, you know, in, in politics. They're going there. They're not leaving anything, one after the other. They have become familiar. Yes, so Prime Minister is now seen as a familiar face in southern India. But what about the fact that he made that connect with Ram Temple, that the entire Ram Ramayan trail? Do you think that can have some connect? Or See, does it have come some kind of resonance with people? Basically, every year you have 2% new voters joining in, in all these states. 
and they are the catchment area. You know, those who have been voting for 30, 40 years for Communist or Congress Party in Kerala, they are not going to switch tomorrow. The new voters, they are focusing on them. The new voters are more open, who have been communicating all around the country, you know, more access, more education, all of that. They, they are getting that, but that takes time. 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Don't forget one thing. Uttar Pradesh, they came to power after 41 years after the BJP was formed. That's and right. Bihar, they're still not in power. They're still a minority party. They're getting there slowly. They're familiar figure. If they have some alliances, they're going to score. As the Prime Minister keeps saying, I'm, we're going to get a surprising result in the South. Minus Karnataka, you know, Kerala, Andhra, Telangana, and Tamil Nadu. He says they got four seats last time out of 104. That's he right. says we're going to get more. That's possible. You know, they may get more. They're looking for allies. And therefore, they're going to do better this time than the last time. Okay. So does that, uh, should that worry the opposition, Sajjan? Yeah, certainly. It's, it's uh, opposition is facing uh, primarily a existential... And particularly at a time when the Congress is continuing to build that narrative of North versus South. That's the problem with the Congress that uh, they, they, they are uh, raising the issues that traditionally has been a taboo within the Congress, be it about the OBC caste censors, be it about the south and north of India's, be it about the ethnic fault lines, etc. And why it should worry uh, the opposition, regional parties and Congress also, because you see, BJP on the ground in terms of the people's perception is representing a politics of aspiration and a new generation across the ideological and the social spectrum, from the Dalit tribals to the upper caste and middle class to the rural gentries, they are looking for someone which they relate to in terms of which answers their anxiety but also gives them a se sense of aspiration. And that way you see BJP's grammar of politics is continuously creatively changing. They are responding to the aspiration. Whether they fulfill it or whether there is a gap between the promise and fulfillment is a subject of debate. But at least they are a fulcrum of that aspirational politics. Compared to that, if you see the regional party, be it RJD or Samajwadi party or be it Congress, they are still going back to the era of Mandal politics. The politics of 1980 is about one identity versus other identity fault line. So that was certainly... It should not worry uh, uh, the opposition parties, but rather it should. Uh, they should be more worried about losing out a new generation, wherein the globally you see the parties which cater to people's anxiety and aspiration are being chosen frequently compared to the ones who are always romanticizing a golden past. Hmm. You know, so that is something is the crisis uh, at the at the root of the crisis of the entire opposition party be it the dravidian golden past or the nehruvian golden past that is not going to take you far you know hmm. and that that way party needs to give more creative spaces to the people who want to experiment rather than holding on to the forte and that is something which is happening within congress and all the regional party wherein the dynasty is controlling the party so basically a new lexicon a new grammar of politics, as you said. Yes, yes, Only Mr. Pandora. Huh. Where the Congress Party is losing, in my opinion, is they're going back 40 years, 50 years. The country has changed. As you said, you know, they, they want a new grammar. They want new words. They want a new lexicon. And hmm. that the Congress Party is failing. Talking about those old ideas, you know, which don't resonate anymore in the country. Amitabh Tiwari, talking about uh, a 3.30 a.m. meeting and then Prime Minister being in Another battleground at 8 a.m., uh, you know, being hands-on in strategy, being seen on as part of the government. On uh, on Sunday, there is an important uh, Council of Ministers meeting. He's meeting bureaucrats. He's meeting party men. Is this all preparation for something? Or as, as Rohan says, that this is some kind of gubara? 
So see, optics do matter in in politics, and what the audience or the voter is seeing is that the prime minister is working for long hours. He is he has launched the campaign of the BJP today, while the prime minister in designate candidate of the Congress party is is missing from the country. So these optics do matter. First of all, the the opposition needs to understand that any government in India cannot win without working for the people. So that is the first thing they have to. admit that yes the the government has done something good for the people that's why it is winning number one you mentioned about india how how and why it failed or it has not uh, uh, risen up to its expectations so people who use excel a lot if you uh, there is an error called a circular reference hmm. so if you use a lot of complex formula you get an error of circular reference last year congress won telangana at the expense of a regional party congress won karnataka bulldozing a regional party janata dal secular while the bjp's vote share remained constant west bengal tmc won west bengal squeezing congress to zero aap won punjab again defeating congress samajwadi party gained vote share at the expense of congress and other regional parties so congress gains at the expense of regional parties regional parties have gaining at the expense of congress with the bjp's vote share largely constant and that is the root cause or the problem of any alliance of regional parties which the congress wants to lead because there will be a trust deficit between the partners because they have gained or formed at the expense of each other and one last point on the south of india hmm. when people say that bjp did not win any seat out of 100 Hundred four or odd uh, seats in the uh, four states, it won three zero three out of five forty three without winning any seat in that state. That's right. BJP is the largest party in South India. People don't uh, right. recollect that. It has higher number of seats than Congress. Congress. Then people might say that oh, that's only from one state, Karnataka. But oh. that's the point also with Congress, which is on the most of the seats are from Kerala. The advantage of BJP in South India is. that all these states are with different regional parties and they are not together and that helps the bjp because neither ysrcp nor brs nor the cpm is largely with any of these blocks okay. so that's a That's very well summed up. So let's start wrapping up this discussion, and I'm going to begin with you, Aditi Fadnis, and starting with the topic of the big fight tonight, which is uh, who has the edge and who is more battle ready. and which are the vote catching issues on both the sides well at this point it's a bit hard to say right because neither side has opened its cards they have not there's a lot of like razzmatazz going on around the bjp but they haven't really declared a single candidate yet neither is the congress neither is the, neither is anybody so uh, it's a bit premature to say who has the edge until you know who the candidates are it's hard to understand who has the edge Uh, but certainly, I mean, the popular perception is that the BJP has the edge, and I'm sure it will do extremely well. Uh, in fact, it will probably surpass the Prime Minister's uh, uh, sort of uh, seat. Uh, you are saying it will uh, be above three seventy, as the Prime Minister said on the floor of the house. My own feeling is that it will go above that. But BJP on its own. BJP on its own. Where are the seats but coming from, according to, to you? We we have to we have to wait and see until the candidates are announced. Okay. If the prime minister, for instance, as is the rumor, shifts his seat from Varanasi to Kanyakumari, well, then it will have a domino effect, right? In Tamil Nadu, the prime minister has come to Tamil Nadu, and it will have a certain appeal 
uh, to voters in Tamil Nadu. So I don't know what the BJP is thinking, uh, but uh, if that happens, uh, well then all bets are off on on all fronts. Okay, Javed Ansari, this is not really two thousand four. Well, this is certainly not two thousand four, and I have no doubt in my mind that it's the BJP. And it could be nineteen eighty four, instead when Rajiv Gandhi got the highest number ever in Indian political history. Could be, but doesn't definitely necessarily mean that it will be. And let's not make too much of these 3 a.m. meetings. This is not the first time that prime ministers have worked throughout the night and held election meetings. It happened much before. Uh, it's, it's happened earlier. Aditi will bear you out. That bear me out that when Rajiv Gandhi was prime minister, he did the same. Because prime ministers have a lot of other things to do. And then electioneering comes late. Yes, the BJP in terms of preparation, in terms of optics, is, is, is certainly far ahead. And I won't be surprised if they, if they come back for a third term again. Whether they will get 370, whether if at all they'll be able to get, go past 400 that Rajiv Gandhi had. Don't forget, Rajiv Gandhi had 400 on his own. 414, no, 414. Yes, 414. 414 on his own. If that happens, then all praise to the BJP. But I don't certainly see that happening. Okay. See, the kind of preparation the BJP is doing and has, the Congress doesn't require that. It has to only take care of a few states. The regional parties are very well organized. The regional parties are doing very well in their own states. Hmm. Say West Bengal, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, or for that matter, Himachal Pradesh and Jharkhand, they're organized. The Congress party doesn't have to be busy there. Sir, if they are organized in Himachal, then we'll have to redefine the meaning of the word reorganized. They're organized. They've saved their government. They're organized. They don't require the kind of action. Whether they will see it or not, we have to see. Funnel results. You know, the Modi party is leading in Himachal and other places, but they're organized. They don't require so much of organization at the present May. Congress has got its own autopilot system. Telangana, Karnataka, Himachal, there's no need of this leadership going there. And perhaps the biggest weakness of the Congress, in my opinion, is the senior leaders who are there guiding it all along. Nobody is present on the scene to give that kind of brain power, experience, contact, and prestige. They're not there. That is the biggest problem for the Congress today. There's a huge vacuum here. A huge vacuum. You know, I'm sorry to say this. You look around. Who are the leaders? There are three or four leaders from Karnataka and Kerala, and that's it. The others, there are 15, 20 ex-chief ministers of the Congress today. They have no work. Ex-cabinet ministers. They all can contribute something. They're not involved. And that is the biggest problem that the Congress has created for itself. So people's management or HR challenges, as they're it is said. Called, they're, they're, they're avoided. They're ignored. Political management. Political management. I will be asking that question to Ron Gupta and Shahzad in just a bit. But let me wrap up first the closing comments from Amitabh and Sajjan. Sajjan, please go ahead. Yeah, uh, look, the irony, uh, if you see India in terms of states with the Congress and leadership is that they are fascinated with UP wherein they have neither the social base nor the organization. But when the time comes, both Priyanka and Rahul will spend most of their time rather than spending into a state wherein they can improve a bit, be it Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Chhattisgarh, Himachal, etc. or Punjab, they chose to spend most of the time when elections are not near into the UP. But when the Ram Temple consecration is happening, they are missing from that. And that is why uh, I agree with uh, uh, my co-panelists that Congress needs to focus on a couple of states rather than dispersing their energy across India. That Mm. could be Karnataka, that could be uh, Telangana, 
maybe uh, in kerala also but if you chose to fight a battle wherein you have no base that is the hindi heartland certainly you are going to lose but there are all the wrong clues that congress is guided by and where it should concentrate its energy is not happening and that way bjp is lucky on two parameters one its base leadership and party is completely in sync and two it has a opposition whose anchor is completely without clue okay amitabh what is working what's not working let's go with what is what is the bjp not doing right the bjp has too much dependence on the prime minister so if you remove prime minister from the equation then the contest becomes very close in in 2019 one out of every three voter voted for the bjp because of prime minister modi hmm. and this number is likely to increase only in in 2019 hmm. so one of the big challenges of uh, bjp today uh, they so over dependence on prime minister modi and they are expected to replace a lot of mps last time they had replaced some 37% of sitting mps and this time as well i i believe the number will be higher because of anti incumbency brewing against them and uh, what is uh, working for the bjp is again the prime minister modi because he is largely the difference between these two things uh, however uh, there are two two data points one is that 31% of voters in india are loyal voters hmm. or rest of them are not loyal they switch from one party to another and 25 to 30% finally decide whom to vote for just 2 to 3 days or uh, or on the day of voting as per csds so these two data points show that of course no election is a foregone conclusion, conclusion yes. however there are favorites and bjp clearly is the favorite yes so the election as they say is 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 for uh, you know let's not second guess the results but uh, now trying to sum it up with uh, rohan and uh, shahzad rohan uh, could the congress have taken this election particularly the leadership more seriously i mean uh, anyay yatra which has been criticized by your allies and rahul gandhi going to cambridge when the seat sharing talks should be taking place see maria if you see questions regarding congress party the questions were asked was why there is no president outside gandhi family congress has answered that question now mr kharge is leading the party those questions are over परिवारवाद भ्रष्टाचार सारे सवाल के जवाब भाजपा ने अजीत पवार को लेकर दे दिए सारे मतलब दे रिजल्ट ऑन ग्राउंड इज नॉट गुड एंड योर ऑपोजिशन एयर यू शुड बी हैप्पी वॉट एवर अवर रिस्पेक्टेड पैनलिस्ट आर से सेम थिंग फॉर रिपीटेड इन टू थाउजेंड फोर आई एम नॉट ओवर कॉन्फिडेंट बट द ग्राउंड रियालिटी मारिया इज डिफरेंट if bjp had changed the ground reality i would have been afraid why i am not afraid or why i am confident that i why we are working strongly on ground because we know that bjp is not able to change the ground reality jo bharat jodo yatra we have completed 355 constituencies every day we are as at, at lok sabha we have now control groups we are monitoring what is happening on ground so that's what i'm saying mari i am not saying bjp definitely is trying to create perception but people vote on the basis of what has changed okay, around so them we are concentrating on that we are concentrating reality. on the basic yeah so perception versus reality shahzad the last word go ahead people of this country will know that there was a time when 2611 took place and i know about how it affected us and at that time our response was mute and meek today when somebody talks about attacking uri we do surgical strike 
when somebody does an attack on pulwama we do balakot air strike we don't stop and we don't look around our shoulders today the big terror attacks have stopped today we have organized g20 today india is the only country that can talk to ukraine and to russia to us and to israel and to palestine that's our strength in the because of our economic strength because of the strength of our diaspora that we harness in uae a mandir in uae ayodhya mein to bana hi bana uae mein bhi mandir khada ho gaya this is what we have done and we want to take this country forward make it a developed country 2047 that's what we are offering just two very small points look all through this show rohan had many opportunities to tell you what the vision of congress was he didn't give you one clear answer as to what the congress wants to do with the next 5 years so let them keep thinking about it 2029 but please don't interrupt me maria please i request you yes but we have just 30 me, seconds yes, 30 seconds word, and yeah. i think i don't need more than 30 seconds huh. on the one hand they say that we are in air or we are in arrogance pro incumbency is a new word that has now become inscribed in the political dictionary of india because in up government repeated uttarakhand government repeated madhya pradesh 18 years government repeated gujarat 27 years government repeated this is because modi means performance modi ki guarantee bjp ki guarantee means delivering and therefore congress has not repeated a government since 2011 This hmm. means we deliver and we are voted back to power. Right. We are voted back to service. And just one last word, I agree with what Sajan and Amitabh said. Sajan, especially the grammar of India's political lingo has changed. They need to accept that. Stop dividing this Shahzad, country. Shahzad, Rohan, Aditi Fadnis, Sajan Kumar, Pula Rao, Javed Ansari, and Amitabh Tiwari. Thank you so much for joining us on this topic of uh, big fight. I'll be joining you next week. Thanks so much for watching.